Ring the bell, ladies and gentlemen. The great Tim O'Keefe. TKO underscore picks is where you can find him on socials. You can read him at com. Putting out picks left and right on the weekends. And uh, coming out on top quite a bit here as well. So looking forward to catching up with Tim O'Keefe here. Tim, how you doing today? Sean, doing well, man. Yeah, how about yourself? It's been, a, it's been a good week so far. Been a good week. Got back, refreshed, rejuvenated, still aggravated, but it's you know it's good to be back. <laughs> hey, no, that, that's the that's that's part of every vacation is hey, reality's going to come back at some point. But hey, I'm glad it's a good time now, good time for you. And yeah, back to uh, back to. Uh, dominating here let's go let's go for it let's get it my friend i like it all right couple nba plays tim has for us and two on the diamond let's start with the hardwood of course 76ers with an easy one tim i've been cashing on the sixers in a big way these past couple games what now six in a row uh the longest active winning streak in the nba and uh, off the top of my head i want to say four of them have just been an outright blowouts and uh rocking chair victories including last night's game against the houston rockets which they won by 20 i'm curious i know there was four games that were 30 point victories yesterday sixers not included that was the first time in nba history i believe it was um um, so I'm curious, looking at this board, hopefully we're able to find one or two of those games because I love a good rocking chair winner. But let's go ahead and open up with the big one, and that's the Brooklyn Nets and the Dallas Mavericks tonight, uh, Tim. And that's a 7.40 start time. DK Sportsbook is where we get our odds from Brooklyn. Three-and-a-half point road favorites. 234 is your total here. I'm sure this is a TNT game, 7.40 start. Which way are you looking at this game, though, Tim? Yeah, Sean, so like you said, it's a big game of the night. we got two teams here that are really in some tight playoff races where Brooklyn is holding on by a game right now over Milwaukee for that three seed. They've lost three in a row to, to the Bucks this past weekend. And Dallas is on that seesaw balance and trying to fight to not have to be in the playing tournament along with the Blazers and the Lakers. So this, these games, there's only a couple left. There's like five or six for each team. They're mattering down the stretch. And I know people say Brooklyn doesn't care about the playoffs. Or, sorry, doesn't care about the regular season. They don't want to have to go on the road to Milwaukee and then to potentially Philly. So I think they're going to try to fight here. But I can make the case on the sides for either of these teams. So I'm actually I'm looking at this total. You mentioned the 234. The Nets have gone under in four of their last five games. And while they're, they're scoring plenty still, they aren't putting up those wild numbers we were seeing earlier in the season. Dallas, on the other hand, they lost Christoph Porzingis for tonight, who's averaging 20 points a game for them on their side. And I looked at the matchup earlier this season between these two, and now some of the names were swapped out. Kevin Durant was not playing then, but Harden was. So a little bit of a swap out there. But that game earlier in the season only totaled 213. It was a it was a finish, and they held Dallas held Brooklyn into uh, double digits. So that's a big jump up to 234. With both these teams fighting for playoff position, I think this is going to feel like a little bit of a potential playoff atmosphere. We're getting to that point at the end of the regular season. I like the under 234 here. I think it's going to be a fight. And both teams will actually take ser- take their defense a little seriously in this one. Excellent. All right. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I think that this game is going to be, like I said, the best game on the board. And uh, I like where your mind is at as far as playoff atmosphere t- uh, feel to this game. And I'm excited to watch it. Of course, Kevin Durant back out there making things look as easy as possible. Of course, Kyrie, whether he talks to the media afterwards is your guess. Uh, you know, even though he yep. did get paid $35,000 fine, still we'll see what happens post game. But looking forward to this game to say the least. All right. Next game on the board for Tim O'Keefe. He 
year. Let's go to an interesting game for a number of reasons. I know we're talking about, well, look, we're talking about the Wizards and Raptors, and the Raptors, it feels like they played two different seasons this year, and I think we could say the same for the Washington Wizards as well as uh, the last time that this team, these two teams have played, it was in the first week of April, April the 5th to be exact, since then, 103-101 lost to the, uh, the Wizards lost to the Raptors. Since then, they've gone 13-4. and Of course, Russell Westbrook is now two triple-doubles short for passing or tying big Oscar Robertson, which is something that you know he wants to get this regular season. So tonight... Here we are. Let's talk about this game. Wizards at Toronto, two and a half, of course, down in Tampa. 236 is the total here. Tim O'Keefe, your thoughts? Yeah, Toronto, it is. It has been that two separate seasons. And even more recently, looking at the last 10 games, both these teams providing payback at the books for everyone betting on them. Washington, 8-2 and two in their last 10 against the spread. And Toronto at 7-3. and three. Like you mentioned earlier, the Toronto won that matchup in April. And Toronto also won the earlier matchup this season. And they're coming in as that favorite tonight. I think a lot of this has to do with the Wizards just had that heartbreaking loss last night at the Bucks, losing by one point, where that spread was a low spread for what you would think is a Washington versus Milwaukee game. And the Wizards proof showed up, and it was a tough loss for them. Um, but so now they have to turn around after that long, heartbreaking loss and fly down to Florida to play the Raptors. And I, I think it's just a bad spot for the Wizards. They've been hot. They're a team that I don't want to run into uh, early on in the playoffs, like if I was a Sixers fan. Again, I think we'll, I think we'd take care of them, but they're a hot squad right now. But tonight is just not that spot where I'm feeling good for them after turning around from Milwaukee last night. The spread opened up earlier at one and a half, and after drafting, like you said, I think we're up to three now as I'm seeing it. And I, I think it's just the spot where the Raptors are going to try to fight and get that win. The Raptors, it's kind of an elimination game for them. Again, I think Washington pretty much has that last spot wrapped up. But if the Raptors have any hope, they really need to get this win and get it down to two games with trailing Washington for that 10th seed. Yeah. I think the Raptors wake up, show up for tonight, and get that win to keep their hopes alive. Okay, well, it should be a good game. Two and a half right now, as you said, three. So keep your eye on this one. Hopefully everybody is a go so that line won't fluctuate too much. Bradley Beal, want to talk about one of the most unluckiest players in NBA history. I think I saw something along the lines of like seven and like 19 on ESPN this morning. Anytime he scores 40 or more points, his team just does not win. Last night had 42. Dude's a stud, but I mean, what else can you do? When you dump in 40 plus points, you would expect your team to back you up and find a way to win. Hasn't been the case for Bradley Beal. We're talking to Tim O'Keefe. TKO underscore picks joins us every Thursday to get us ready for whatever it may be on tonight's action. NBA and the Diamond. All right, one last game here on the hardwood. Let's go ahead and talk about the Atlanta Hawks, another team that's turned it on as of late against the Pacers here. Hawks, six-point favorites on the road. Just beat the Suns. 239.5 is your total here. Pacers, they looked absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous last night. Coaches and players were fighting. Uh, Sacramento looked like they were just ten times better the squad they were last night. Tonight, the Hawks six point favorites on the road. Tim, we'll keep your thoughts. Yeah, Sean. So you mentioned it earlier as we started talking where we had a lot of blowouts last night, and one of those was that Hawks game where they beat up on the Suns, or arguably the best team in the NBA, gave the Suns their worst loss of the year. Pacers going the opposite direction, having a disastrous loss against the Kings with all that mess going on, like you mentioned. And yeah, Atlanta has been playing well for an extended stretch of the books. 14 and 6 over their last 20 matchups. Indiana, 4 out of 5, uh, they've lost. And both of those are against the spread, just to be clear. 
And the, the injury card for the Pacers tonight is even a little bit more of a mess, where I'm looking at where Brogdon, Lamb, and Sumner are all game-time decisions as we are right now. So I might, might be waiting until we get to game time. I know we always say that, hey, wait till we get to know who's actually in the lineup. I am getting the sense, though, that both these teams coming off those back-to-backs, the Hawks are just a hotter, much hotter team right now, and Indiana is struggling. I think we could have another big blowout here because the Pacers are no comparison to the Suns that we saw with the Hawks last night. Sometimes when a team is rolling, just don't question it and roll with it. I am betting Hawks minus six. I'll lay the six points on the road, and I'm trusting Atlanta to get the job done here tonight. All right, that's three for the hardwood. And uh, Tim O'Keefe, once again, you can read him at affiliate.com. Be sure to follow him at TKO underscore picks. He's doing a lot of stuff with Jansen. Awesome, awesome job all the way across the board. Now let's switch gears and get on over to the diamond. And it's pretty crazy today. A lot of day action, a lot of day baseball, and really only one normal night game at 9.38, but we got a 6.40 start, so essentially, two games that we could discuss with Tim O'Keefe right here. 6.40 first up, the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the Marlins here. Marlins are the home squad, minus 133. 7.5 is your total. Lopez versus Bumgarner. What type of Bumgarner are we going to see out there? Tim O'Keefe, your thoughts on the game, though? Yeah, Sean, so when we're looking through this, like, Let's start with Bumgarner, like you just said. There's been two different Bumgarners this season. He's had six starts. His first, through his first three starts, his ERA was over 11, was at 11. So it was absolutely disastrous. Since absolutely lights out with an ERA of 1.06 and having that asterisk no hitter thrown in there. So he has been very good in his last three starts. Pablo Lopez on the other side has also been really good this season. He has an ERA of 2.34. And if you take out his one start, where he let up six runs in four innings. So this was removed that. That was, uh, I believe, the third start of the season. His ERA is down to one. So we got two pitchers where either with Bumgarner, last three starts absolutely lights out. Lopez, if you just take out one little thing, he's been absolutely lights out. And that's what, that total's at 7.5. And at the first glance, I was like, wow, that's a low total for these two pitchers. They've been pitching hot, and I, I'm going to ride that. I'm going to buy in that they can keep that going. So that under 7.5 is very interesting to me. I think that's where I'm going to go. I even looked at the first five, and that was a three-and-a-half. And I didn't feel like I was getting a fair enough value there because I thought that should have been a four or four-and-a-half to make that add up. But So I'm going to go with the full game under of 7.5. And hopefully these pitchers can just stay hot, uh, and especially with Tom Garner. He's the one I'm going to be watching because you're right. We saw the, Right now he's on the ups, but we have seen the downs. So I'm going to try to ride that up for hopefully one more start here get that under 7.5 in the game. All right, Tim O'Keefe, I like where you're co- like where you're cooking there. Final game on the board. It's a late one, 9:38 start. It's the Angels and the Rays. Tough one for the Angels. Tough start to the season. Tell me you've heard that before. Uh but uh, yeah. last night they were up one nothing, 7th inning, then Brandon Lowe comes up for the Rays, goes yard, 3 to 1 is your final score. To tonight, Haney versus McHugh here. Uh the Angels are a minus 140 favorite, not too juicy but still uh, definitely the, 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 the majority favorite on this one. Uh, eight and a half is your total on DraftKings Sportsbook. Your thoughts on this game, though, Tim O'Keefe? Yeah, Sean, so again, like you just mentioned, in the, Mike Trout kind of hitting near 400, so playing absolutely incredible baseball, and the Angels find themselves in last place in the division. Like, those two things have seemed to go hand-in-hand hand over this last decade where this team just can't seem to win, even though Trout is the best player in baseball. Anaheim, they've lost four straight coming into this matchup, including the first three games of the series with Tampa Bay. Uh, former Astro Colin McHugh going for the Rays. He's only had five innings so far this year, ERA over 10. Really small sample size, but hasn't had much success early on when he has been on the mound. 
Andrew Heaney, he's he's a guy. He's kind of a journeyman guy. He's, he's he, I shouldn't say he's been with the same team, but he just feels like a journeyman guy as he's been there in Anaheim. ERA over five, and he's just kind of another guy. He's better than this what he's done so far this season, but he hasn't really had it. So the total there sits at eight. Generally, I think I like the over some, but my favorite play tonight is the Angels. It's a little bit of a high line. It's been going up all day. It's at the minus 140, like you just said. I don't see this Angels team losing five straight games and getting swept out by Tampa Bay in their own stadium. There's not a lot of four-game sweeps on the road, and there's a reason for that. The Angels also, I do saw that they have the better lineup. You have Trout. You have Otani, who are just absolutely lighting it up. And the Rays, the Rays have played better baseball so far this year. There's no question about that. But the pitching matchup is, I would still give a slight edge to the Angels. Even if you want to call that even, fine. The better lineup for me is still with the Angels. And I'm, I'm ready to lay the minus 140 there on the money line, potentially even then looking at that run line if you want that juice, and then you take a little risk there. So you get into the plus money with uh, the minus one and a half. But the Angels are my play tonight. Well, it's interesting because Anthony Rendon was just placed on the 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 uh, the, uh, the yeah. DL yesterday, and I believe with a knee injury, uh, he was batting okay. You know, he seemed like he was coming out of his funk just a little bit there. Trout was dealing with some stuff, but bottom line, he's coming around and uh, still batting three ninety eight on the season. Uh, Shohei Otani. You know what is he at nine home runs this year? I mean, he is the yep. talk of the mate of of the of MLB. It's exciting to watch all of that with the Angels. Just need them to put it together and get a couple dubs here. Uh, so hopefully tonight they're able to get that job done. For of course Tim O'Keefe, who gives us his plays every Thursday here on the Daily Ticket around four thirty. Always a pleasure, Tim. We'll continue to read you at phillyofficer dot com. Continue to follow you at tko underscore picks. But before you get out of here, got to get your thoughts on the fightings right now. Now, um, if it's not a one-run baseball game, I don't know what they, they, I don't think they know what to do with themselves. But hey, any way you can win, it doesn't matter. Of course, they're in action right now. Uh, but just as far as the early part of the season, Joe Girardi having his mishaps, the bullpen thought was supposed to be a strength, dealt with some injuries, not so much. Just open into question on the fighting so far this season. Yeah, so it's. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? And so far in the sprint part of the season we've seen so far, I, I'm relatively optimistic. Again, we've now been missing Harper for several games, and we've won these first three games against the Brewers, who were one of the best ball clubs in baseball when it coming into this series, and we've done it without our best player. So I, I'm taking that as a big positive. Uh, regardless of what happens today, you've gotten at minimum three or four from Milwaukee, and that's a win. The bullpen, the bullpen was like, it was awful last year, the war, like worst all time potentially. And this year, we're having some injuries. With, uh, we're losing Archie, Archie Bradley for a stretch. Jose Alvarado has his suspension. It's, I'm still feeling optimistic when those guys get back, we're going to be all right. So I'm, I'm, I know things haven't been pretty, especially some of the Girardi errors, like you mentioned, like the De Los Santos error the other night. That's a mess. Girardi, you, your former manager of the year, you've got to know this going in and handle it. Like 28 other managers seem to be fine. It's only the Phillies and the Brewers that have had issues with this lineup card system. But I, I'm picking out a little complaints here and there. Overall, I'm still pretty optimistic with this team. Again, the division has been garbage around them, which is going, to, which is helping it so far. So everyone's in the same pack. And I think the Phillies have upside when Harper comes back healthy, when the bullpen names come back and get healthy. I, I'm, I'm buying it. I'm feeling pretty optimistic. I think it's a pretty decent spot to be in for where we could have been based on some of these errors, if I told you this is how some of the things are going to happen in April so far. Yeah, I agree. And uh, as you pointed out, the division is a mess. 
So hopefully the fills could be that rose that grows from the uh, you know the cement sidewalk, and um, we, we hey we have a good summer, and who knows what we're talking about come September. Uh, but it is fun to see them win, and that's all that matters. Even though it's never comfortable, it's never easy. Still, they toss that win up, and that's all that matters. So uh, Tim O'Keefe, always a pleasure to connect with you every Thursday, my friend. We'll continue to read you at FleetOfShirt.com, following you at TKO underscore Picks. Good luck on all your plays, man. We'll catch up over the weekend. 